Hello and welcome to the sixth and final episode of the season one recap of the Sharing Insights podcast. My name is Jason Thomas, and after a longer than expected break, the podcast is back online. I think it's fair to say that it's been a value-rich experiment for me, and I hope you, my friends, have gotten some value out of it as well. As it is, this will also be the final episode of the Sharing Insights podcast. Yes, it is the grand finale of the podcast as we've known it. Since I began producing the podcast and learned more about the power of the mic and what we can do with it, I decided to open the conversation up to other regenerative-focused programs that aren't exclusively land-based. From here on, the podcast will now be known as Regeneration Nation Costa Rica. The urgency for humanity to get behind the regenerative practices in any and all aspects of its existence has begun to grow on me. While I'll continue to provide content directed at helping land-based projects gain exposure and learn from each other's insights, we'll hear more about who's doing what to help Costa Rica reach carbon neutrality and social equity. I believe that to help this movement of regenerative-focused landowners further discover their potential and make the impact they've intended to thrive, it'll do us well to see what other players are doing in the regenerative field. There are a multitude of empowering projects all around Costa Rica, offering products, services, education, and community-building opportunities that our current audience can really benefit from hearing about. I want to get them on the mic. The time to make the efforts needed to hand our grandchildren a world worth having children in is now. The Maverick landowners who've been the focus of the podcast so far will continue to be an important focus for upcoming content. For that matter, I already have several interviews with land stewards recorded and ready to share with you. At the end of this episode, I'll share more about what we've been getting into these last months and what you can expect from the podcast in the months to come. For now, let's get into this week's theme of cultivating an impactful belief system and some of the insights that our guests have shared with us so far. None of this show's guests could be where they are, doing what they do, without embodying an impactful belief system. So what is an impactful belief system? The world is full of people trying to make ends meet. The struggle keeps most folks hyper-focused on the details of what many call the hamster wheel or the rat race of life. In this place, it's difficult to see what one can do to create a positive impact in the world around them. For many, it starts and ends with being what we'd refer to as a responsible consumer. There are others, however, who find the grace to break free from reactionary living long enough to discover what their passions are and how they can apply them to serve the needs of others in a regenerative way. In a world with headlines as disconcerting as the ones that we find today, it takes courage to forge ahead with one's dreams and be the change one wants to see. Recognizing that a new way exists, believing that you can find your way there, and holding faith that if it can be done, you can do it, are some of the first steps in initiating and developing an impactful belief system. Transformation awaits those who take these steps. And what do our guests have to say from their side of the looking glass? Let's find out. Just for fun, I'll go in reverse order of our episodes this time, bringing the brilliance of our friend Lynx Gamon to the spotlight first. In Lynx's interview, he leaves us with the commonly shared but too commonly forsaken advice to make the effort required to live your dreams. He reminds us that happy people choose to do what they want to do. Likewise, happy people find ways to want to do what they're doing. The sage advice does a service each time we remember it. Creating a healthy and holistic lifestyle and environment makes doing what we love and loving what we do easier. It drives us forward on the path of living our dreams. 
Lynx and all his crew at Sail Cargo Inc., they also ask us to commit to buying local and do whatever we can do to reduce our contribution to the shipping industry's carbon footprint. Purchasing used products is another method that Lynx and many other conscientious consumers recommend for reducing this planet-altering source of pollution. It's become imperative that we start spending more time researching how to effectively direct our buying power to support places that are doing what we want to see done in the world and to form commitments to follow through whenever possible. Of course, it's equally imperative that we forgive ourselves for where we are while we get certain about where we're going. Another one of our guests who's kept his focus on sourcing his needs and those of his guests as locally and mindfully as possible is Nico Botifer. Nico started with an inherited piece of property and a modest budget, but he's developed it into a regenerative farm-to-table hotel and restaurant providing entrepreneurial opportunities for many of his neighbors who choose to offer tours, therapy sessions, and other culturally focused classes and services. The biggest takeaway here is that first and foremost, he invested into his education. Upon deciding to undertake the stewardship of the property and start the business, he took a permaculture course and attended a variety of workshops and retreats to better understand how to work with the land, natural building materials, and his own inner nature. The entirety of my interview with Nico Botifer, the way he goes about the orchestration of Essence r and and the way his staff welcomes their guests, demonstrates his belief that passion is the key to success. Another pair of impactful believers is Megan Casey and her husband Davis. They're the sweet couple whose family founded and runs the Chilamate Rainforest Eco Retreat. First, let's look at their commitment to join forces with the Rainforest Alliance. The Rainforest Alliance is an international nonprofit organization working at the intersection of business, agriculture, and forestry to make responsible businesses the new norm. They help farmers, forest communities, companies, and consumers champion ecologically and socially regenerative practices. As a reward, Businesses that complete the application and mentoring process are validated to use Rainforest Alliance's well-recognized frog certification seal on their website and marketing, along with other benefits. Megan tells us in her interview how they already had many of the social and environmental bits dialed in, but Rainforest Alliance helped them with the administrative skills and infrastructure. With some commitment to the process, they were able to upgrade the quality of their lodge, improve their environmental input, and revolutionize the quality of tourism in their region, thereby helping many neighboring families likewise to thrive. Megan's been a leader in her community, assisting her neighbors with entrepreneurial guidance and training, helping them to tap into the ecotourism market in a way that fosters cultural bridging in a multifaceted way. Megan and Davis have empowered their community to collectively foster an ecologically, economically, and culturally prosperous environment for families throughout their Pueblo, from language and art classes to homestays to farm tours, horseback riding, and more, they've turned Serapiki into a destination location that's impacted the lives of countless ecocentric people passing through the region. When I first arrived to Costa Rica a dozen years ago on my veggie oil school bus, one of the first culturally progressive Ticos I met was a young man named Esteban Acosta. He was fresh out of Earth University working as biodynamics manager in an organic homestead, and his kid was bubbling with fun. The kind of fun that exudes from those who absolutely love practicing their garden alchemy. Esteban had built a well-functioning biodigester for the owner's goat farm, which Esteban also managed, using biodynamic principles for yard care, food supply, and more. Twelve years later, Esteban is now the owner of Biogas. 
a premier provider of biodigester systems, not only for agricultural use, but for home-scale installations as well. He also travels the world teaching at biodynamics conferences and helping commercial-scale farms transition to profit-producing organic biodynamic methods. This inspired student has embraced the power of enterprise to maximize his potential to serve the earth. Esteban encourages us to keep our why in mind. This has been a crucial lesson that comes up again and again for me in strategy sessions. Going several layers deep into your why can reveal ways of getting your needs met in creative and oftentimes under-realized ways. Ask yourself sometimes why you're aiming to do what you're setting out to do, but don't stop there. Ask yourself why that reason's important to you. From there, ask why that reason's important to you and go as many as seven layers deep. This is a valuable exercise we can do when evaluating any of our endeavors. Esteban also reminds us that experimentation is an excellent teacher, but the key is to balance that with the wisdom of a mentor. With the guidance of someone who's already further along the path of exploration, those periods of experimentation can be used to save us time, taking us further along our chosen paths at a more efficient rate. Cultivating an impactful belief system is something more powerfully done in communion with others. In the mountains of La Fortuna, tucked far away from the hustle of the Hot Springs resorts, is a community called Brave Earth. I was hosted there by two brothers, Ali Khan and Al Norlada. My interview with them was filled with a stream of sage advice. Several of those gems you can find on our episode highlights in our YouTube channel. One topic that came up as essential for me in cultivating an impactful belief system is healing our sense of victimhood and entitlement. Alnor quoted a powerful Sufi proverb reminding us that you are entrusted with everything, but entitled to nothing. I'll say it again. You are entrusted with everything, but entitled to nothing. The more we clear ourselves of these egoic burdens, the more we make room to humble down and witness the ways that life greets us with support and generosity. Another quote that stood out for me as having an impactful quality to it was the suggestion to make art at every opportunity. Justin Dolan shared similar advice, suggesting that if you have communal space that are beautiful, people will want to protect them and contribute. Our video tour of Brave Earth shows that they are definitely walking that talk. Everything they do there is imbued with intention and the attention to form and beauty that makes being there inherently uplifting. At St. Michael's Permaculture Country Club, Justin also practices what he preaches. Every time he finds a new plant, he embraces the urge to get some of its seed to propagate. The communities become a living seed bank matched by very few others that I've seen. Getting into the habit of sharing seeds is a great way to create regional as well as personal resilience. What would our world look like if more people did this? Justin exercises his impactful belief system through experimentation as well. His place is a playground of innovative permaculture designs that he shares prolifically via social media and through farm tours. Justin brought up a less often discussed value of living a life of impact, and that's the imprint that it leaves on our children. His children are immersed in a world of creativity, nature, exploration, and interaction from people from around the world with diverse socioeconomic backgrounds and ages, and they are invited to be involved with all aspects of life in the community. Having met many people along my journeys who've been raised in such a way, it may be safe to say that his passions and efforts stand a very good chance of rippling out through generations to come. Hey there, eco-lovers. 
Pardon my interruption, but as you can imagine, producing a show like this has its costs. As a result, it's common for podcasters to insert various ads throughout the show, promoting particular products and services. How about if I give you more options than that? I have a page on our website called Support the Show. It has a variety of links you can shop through that'll redirect a small percentage of your purchases to, well, support the show. You can book accommodations and tours, find great educational material, or even just go shopping. I'd much rather leave this short ad spot than several longer ones. So go to sharinginsights.net forward slash support the show. Hey there, eco lovers. Pardon my interruption, but as you can imagine, producing a show like this has its costs. As a result, it's common for podcasters to insert various ads throughout the show, promoting particular products and services. How about if I give you more options than that? I have a page on our website called Support the Show. It has a variety of links you can shop through that'll redirect a small percentage of your purchases to, well, support the show. You can book accommodations and tours, find great educational material, or even just go shopping. I'd much rather leave this short ad spot than several longer ones. So go to sharinginsights.net forward slash support the show. Hey there, eco lovers. Pardon my interruption, but as you can imagine, producing a show like this has its costs. As a result, it's common for podcasters to insert various ads throughout the show, promoting particular products and services. How about if I give you more options than that? I have a page on our website called Support the Show. It has a variety of links you can shop through that'll redirect a small percentage of your purchases to, well, support the show. You can book accommodations and tours, find great educational material, or even just go shopping. I'd much rather leave this short ad spot than several longer ones. So go to sharinginsights.net forward slash support the show. Hey there, eco lovers. Pardon my interruption, but as you can imagine, producing a show like this has its costs. As a result, it's common for podcasters to insert various ads throughout the show, promoting particular products and services. How about if I give you more options than that? I have a page on our website called Support the Show. It has a variety of links you can shop through that'll redirect a small percentage of your purchases to, well, support the show. You can book accommodations and tours, find great educational material, or even just go shopping. I'd much rather leave this short ad spot than several longer ones. So go to sharinginsights.net forward slash support the show. Hey there, eco lovers. Pardon my interruption, but as you can imagine, producing a show like this has its costs. As a result, it's common for podcasters to insert various ads throughout the show, promoting particular products and services. How about if I give you more options than that? I have a page on our website called Support the Show. It has a variety of links you can shop through that'll redirect a small percentage of your purchases to, well, support the show. You can book accommodations and tours, find great educational material, or even just go shopping. I'd much rather leave this short ad spot than several longer ones. So go to sharinginsights.net forward slash support the show. On the Caribbean side of the country, we had the pleasure to visit with Peter and Ansel at Fingale Isla. Peter made a comment in his interview that I wish for all listeners to deeply consider. He reminds us that in most cases, an organic substitute exists for almost any conventional practice. We must stop giving conventional farm owners our money. Please, whenever possible, consider investing the cost difference required to support farmers who are doing what you want to see done in this planet. Ask yourself whose pockets you're choosing to put money into. 
Who's investing in the kinds of future you want to provide for your children's children? Those are the people, businesses, and practices that we need to be supporting. Peter's partner, Ansel, is another living exemplification of putting one's lifestyle choices toward the betterment of the planet, living beings, and future generations. Ansel is an avid student of ancestral wisdom. Telemanca Chocolate is a regenerative-focused cottage industry where she stewards and harvests from generations-old cacao trees with the guidance of her indigenous neighbors. She passes her craft down to future generations through her internship program. She believes that one of the best ways to learn something is to become an apprentice in the trade. Teachers like Ansel are making a special kind of impact in the way they operate their business and deserve our patronage. Ansel takes her commitment to practice permaculture to such an extent that she has many of her neighbors delivering their kitchen scraps to her, which she then turns into compost for her cacao trees. You first have to believe that you can live a life of impact, even with small gestures like this, if you want your life to show you the way toward greater influence. Ansel also explains that to understand the essence of what we eat, we have to experience it, but not just by eating it, by getting involved with the steps of bringing the product to life through its alchemical processes. For example, in her own particular alchemical method, she chooses to ferment but not roast the cacao, explaining that the wellness-inducing benefits diminish in the roasting. The fermentation process requires attention, watching nature practice its brilliance. In understanding the stages of fermentation and the temperatures required to preserve quality, one grows a more fulfilling relationship with what they're feeding their cells and why. While many of our guests have been directing their lives focused towards regenerative ends for many years and are grounded in this practice, it's never too late to pivot what you're doing and begin to invent or even reinvent the next chapters of your life. Another resident of Puerto Viejo region is Terry Lillian Newton, founder of Kindred Spirits. Terry's story tells us how she found herself at the helm of a successful hotel enterprise, and realized that working for the tourism industry just wasn't enriching for her. She began to change how she marketed what she had to offer to bring more people in who wanted the kinds of experiences that she wanted to offer, centered in connection with each other and the living world around them. She found that magic moment when she chose to pursue her dream and connect her love and respect for horses with her passion for teaching yoga and mindfulness. She sold her hotel, bought a piece of land, and founded Kindred Spirits where it is now. She finds that both therapies synergistically foster calmness, balance, and self-awareness and have been impacting the way her students experience the world ever since. The moral of the story is that if you aren't in love with what you're doing, don't be afraid to completely remodel your business plan to connect it with your passions. I've had to do that with my own life, again, even recently, including the direction of this podcast. When it feels like life is calling you to a more aligned purpose, it just might be a good time to get curious and explore the call. In doing that, Terry reminds us to try and let go of our attachments to the specifics of how that passion gets to express itself, and learn to appreciate the innate experiences of what, where, and who we're working with. Ed Bernhardt is another guest and friend who lives a life guided by an impactful belief system. I met Ed when I first arrived in the country. I soon learned and benefited from the generosity of this man and his farm's living seed bank. Taking the time to visit him for this interview, however, gave me a deeper look into a man who's made this world a better place. Ed's passion for teaching gardening, agroforestry, and natural building has changed the world around him. 
This soft-spoken revolutionary has taught organic gardening to children, mothers, agricultural institutions, and universities throughout the country while hosting hundreds of students at Finca Alba Nueva over the decades. As a prolific author, Ed's inspired and instructed countless readers, rippling his influence out in ways that he'll never be able to know. Ed teaches that ecological health gardens lead to health, happiness, and longevity. Once you start eating a big salad every day, change happens. You begin building new cells with proper building blocks, and wellness gets a lot easier. It simply makes more sense. Ed recognizes that it's easy to get depressed and feel like there's little we can do to help the world. He goes on to assure us that any achievements we can make with our personal growth or health stands a statistically high chance of leading one toward happiness. And it's pretty straightforward, even if the results happen to vary. Start small and build from there. Don't overstretch yourself. Work on what's sustainable for you now, and you'll increase the chances that you'll persevere. It can be challenging to make significant life changes, but not impossible, especially considering the abundance of resources and the myriad of options we find ourselves surrounded by these days. Likewise, the health of our ecology is influenced by the quality of its building blocks. Our ability to thrive on this planet relies, for one, on us putting more plants in the ground. Luckily, the interaction with one's environment and the soil itself happens to be therapeutic. All the more reason to get our hands and attention on the earth, plant more trees, and be the ancestors worth giving thanks to. In our conversation, Ed describes how applied human ecology is a practice of not just thinking about our ecology, but navigating life as an extension of it. How do we get started? Get dirty. When times get hard, people go back to growing their food. Incidentally, it also provides a growing number of entrepreneurs with lifestyle-supporting opportunities. One rebel who's figured that out a long time ago is Susanna Leff. She's been making an impact in her humble piece of riverside paradise for a few decades now. There, she teaches apprentices how to plant and harvest food, as well as how to prepare the few value-added products that she sells at the market. Her belief that she can live the life that she wants to live and have people come to her and learn what she has to offer has afforded her a comfortable place on the edge between minimalism and enterprise. Above all, Susanna honors the value and importance of finding our passion. She reminds us to observe, reflect, and surrender to what the world brings us and learn how to be in service to that. When I asked her at the end of our interview what she thinks that anyone could do no matter where they live or what resources they have to make a difference in the world, she answered that growing food is one of the most important things that we can learn to do right now. As a land steward at Finca Amrita, Susanna feels that the ability to provide this kind of lifestyle to guests is one of the most empowering gifts that we can give someone. Living an impactful life means something different to everyone. The most potent moment is when we find what that is for each of us and aim to redirect our lives to align with it. Welcoming someone from a city upbringing and offering them the opportunity to gain perspective on how true that can be annually redirects the course of countless people's lives through projects like those that I've been interviewing on this show. Being able to travel and find my way into so many unique projects as a young man changed my life forever after. The belief system that I've developed along the way has impacted the belief system of countless others. That's how it works. We're all a small part of this morphogenic organism called humanity, and we all have our place in influencing the whole. Through these experiences, I've learned how inherently healing it can be to physically connect with the elements of nature, putting our hands in the dirt, 
taking the time to feel the breath enter our lungs and the breeze caress the hairs on our skin, submerging ourselves in the oceans, rivers, and lakes of this world, attending a sweat lodge or other fire ceremony, and praying in whatever ways connect us to the ethers are all ways that we can replenish our life force and assist others in bringing our bodies, minds, and emotions back to balance. It's hard to live a life of wellness and contemplative impact without taking the time and making the effort to connect with life outside of the house. There's a value in releasing the grip that we so often drive our errand-driven lives with that can be difficult to perceive from that place of grasping. I've learned to remind myself that I cannot afford not to take a break from the doing and just be. For that matter, it's also worth mentioning the value that taking a break from food and doing an annual nutritional cleanse can provide for the body. It's an empowering step that many find on the path toward developing the discipline and clarity of mind that greatly empower our efforts toward developing an impactful belief system. Okay, there it is. I did it. I finally made it through this recap series. I'm not sure I'll do a recap series like this again, at least not in audio format. But all the same, going back through all these recordings has definitely brought my attention to several things that I'd missed. I like to think that maybe you've picked something up in these reviews that you've previously missed too. If not, perhaps a reminder for some things that you forgot to take note of when you've listened to it the first time. Perhaps you're listening to this as your first episode. Maybe because somebody shared it with you and you're excited to listen to an interview or two. If so, I hope I've inspired you to learn more about one or more of our guests that I've described. There are links to the episodes throughout the transcripts. Either way, it's not just what we learn and believe that make the impact we're dreaming of. What we put into practice is the activating element that brings our beliefs to life. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I'd change the name of the podcast to Regeneration Nation Costa Rica. With that, I'm opening up the conversation to explore regenerative projects in Costa Rica on the levels of agriculture, business, community, and even government-level initiatives that I think we'll do well to learn more about and consider taking advantage of and supporting. One of the reasons that the podcast took such a long break is that I've gotten pretty deeply involved with a grassroots regional sociocratic organization here in Costa Rica. Pretty excited about the prospects of what we're building. One of the collective's focuses has been turning properties over to trust and establishing protocols for dedicated individuals to apply for land stewardship and tenure rights, allowing them to build a home, grow food, and raise a family. They also get to live among other like-minded changemakers, shifting the paradigm that only those with money can live in a rural community, grow food, and build a home that no landowner has the right over. Another is a wellness circle designed to better understand the needs of the region's residents and find ways to meet them collectively. Regenerative enterprises are another key focus, where we've been fundraising to kickstart mobile bamboo curing stations, gray water system installations, and a local recycling station designed to reuse local waste as building materials for nearby projects. I'll likely be sharing more about all this in future episodes, but for now, I'm just happy to report that I'm alive, thriving, and well. The pause from the podcast and exit from my previous land project has afforded me room to step back and reevaluate how I can best serve the world around me. To be clear, if you subscribe to the podcast, you don't need to do anything to continue receiving future episodes. The old URLs will all redirect you to the new website name. You can find the show now at regenerationnationcr.com. 
In the next episode, I'll describe more in detail what's been going on and what you can expect from Regeneration Nation Costa Rica. Remember to support projects whose impact you believe in by subscribing, rating, and reviewing them in notable places. For that matter, don't be shy about sharing quality content with your friends. But at all costs, whatever you do, use it as an excuse to shine. See you next time.